0: Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Greetings, greetings, and welcome. Welcome back to another week of Rash Thoughts, a podcast that I've put together. My name is Dean Rash, and I am your host. Let me, let me first start by saying I always forget in the beginning of each week's podcast to kind of tell you a little bit about myself and what I'm doing. So I thought I would do that real quick here. If you want to get in contact with me, you can always go to my website, DeanRash.com, or email me at Dean at DeanRash.com. But for me, what I do, besides this podcast, I also do a lot of inspirational speaking so if your organization or business is looking for a keynote address or a keynote speaker at your next event, feel free to give me a call. Also, I do business consulting. You know, and my, my vision and my goal in that is to help business leaders take their business to a level they never dreamed of. And for me, this podcast is, is kind of an, outle- an outlet for me or an outreach to me to let people know my thoughts, my feelings, how I think about the world, and maybe we can connect some way, you know, in life as we go on. And that kind of brings me into my topic this week, and it's how do we interact and connect with other people? What impact do we have on those around us in our lives, right? It's an important thing to consider, and it's something I don't know that we, we ever consciously know that we do. Because there are times that we have an impact on somebody in such a profound way, we have no idea what happened. They do. They experienced it. They felt it they they had the change in their life and in their view of the world because of something that you did or a way that you treated them over time that has such a life changing effect on people sometimes and today i want to share i want to share a couple of stories with you I should say this week because hopefully you're listening through the week this week I want to share with you a couple of stories about my life that happened to me that had such a profound impact on me that you know they, they've they've kind of they've kind of changed me in a way, right? One of these actually just happened this week. So I had a, I'll tell you this story first. I had a fairly uh, embarrassing situation I had to come to terms with, with uh, Chase Bank. And I called them, I told them my story, I let them know what was going on in my life. And the, the woman on the other end of the phone, who I never got her name, and I I sure wish I would have because I'd be writing a letter to Chase right now to let them know how special this person is that they have working for them. But she she took the time to listen to me. She listened to what I said. She never commented. She didn't ask questions. She just let me tell her my story. She was present. And if you don't know what that means to be present, it means that she was there in the moment, fully engaged with me in a way I could tell through the phone that she was 100%. Concerned about what was going on in my life at that time and the requests that I was making. She let me finish my story. She gave me a little bit of advice. And then, as we talked through some of the scenarios that she could do, I told her what was important to me was to make sure I did the right thing for everybody that was involved. Now, the next thing she did, and she said, You know, I, I appreciate where you're coming from. I understand completely what's going on. I've been in your shoes before. I want to ask somebody else for some other advice and some help and see what we can do to really help you out because I appreciate the fact that you've called us. So she put me on hold for a little bit, and I sat there and I thought, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. She came back on the phone, and she said, I talked to a supervisor, and this is what we think is going to be the best option for you. What do you think? And I said, you know, I know it's not perfect, but I think you're right. That's the way I would like to go because it's going to be something that I would consider to be morally and ethically correct in my world to benefit your company and to benefit me. And she said, well, absolutely. So I appreciate that. But before she hung up on me, this is the part that struck me as profound. Not only did she thank me for the call and appreciate me calling and being honest with them, she also shared with me a little bit of her life. And she connected with me on a heartfelt level. She told me she understood. She's been there. She completely appreciates the situation. She really appreciated the fact that I stepped up and called and said something. And then she gave me a little quote. And she said, When God closes one door, another door opens. Or when one door closes, God opens another. I think I said it backwards, but you get it. When one door closes, God opens another. She told me that, and she was right. And I said, you're correct. 100% correct. Then she went on to tell me, that she would pray for me that my situation would improve quickly. Now, this isn't something that a customer service rep has to do, especially one that's probably a 1,000 miles away from me, has no idea who I am, really has, is going to take another call after another call after another call all day long. But this woman was so professional, she was so heartfelt in the way that she handled my situation, that she had an immediate impact on me. And I'll be honest with you, she brought me to tears. She actually had me in tears by the end of the conversation because I felt, I felt such an emotional release happen with that conversation. I mean, there's a fair amount of, of pride and embarrassment and all those other kind of things that go with making calls sometimes, especially embarrassing ones. And she did such a good job at handling my situation. She is what I would consider a world-class customer service person. She's just a professional human being, period, right? That impact that she had on me made my life that day that much better. I mean, I was actually happy. I was I was productive after that. I was happy, you know, so the impact that you have on somebody just by being nice to them and being present is such, I, I'm not even sure what the right word is. It's such a cool thing, I guess. I mean, that's the easy way to say it, right? It's not real poetic or, or, or a depth of thought, but, but that's what it is. I mean, you are just doing things for people just because you care. The other situation happened to me years ago. And as I mentioned before, I battled leukemia. And in the midst of my bone marrow transplant at the University of Minnesota, there were times that the treatment was just too much. There were times that it's not that I wanted to give up and die, but there were times that I just thought I couldn't do it anymore physically draining emotionally draining painful never stopping never any rest for days upon days upon days upon days but there was an individual at the hospital and I believe the term they used for her position was like a candy striper or an orderly or something to that effect but I believe she was a student at the University of Minnesota and this was one of those student type jobs that they could get and she may have gone into healthcare, I don't know But her name was Delight, and that is correct. Her name was Delight. I asked her uh, at one point, you know, why her parents named her Delight. And she just kind of smiled at me and said, well, they were hippies. And that's just how they see the world. I was a delight to them when I was born, and so my name was Delight. You know, simple enough answer, right? But the thing about Delight that was interesting is that when I had bad days, and I had a lot of them, There were times that just her presence near me was enough to calm me down. There was an episode that I had, and I I don't remember all the specifics around it. But I was in a situation where I wasn't able to communicate. Um, One of the side effects that happens uh, with total body radiation is uh, weeping sores in your mouth that make it really difficult to uh, speak and breathe. And so we take a lot of morphine for it. Or Back then we took a lot of morphine for it. And I was having an extremely bad day. I believe what was happening is they were requiring me to do some lung exercises, which mean I had to do some deep breathing, um, take in deep breaths, and then blow out of my mouth really hard to help keep my lungs in shape. And it was just too painful to do. And I refused to do it. I believe I I probably even uh, threw the apparatus that I had to to use across the room. And, uh, you know, in, in some sense, you know, throwing a temper tantrum. But when you're in that state, you doing anything you can just to eliminate the pain in your life, the physical pain, not just emotional pain, but the physical pain. And I sat on the edge of my bed, and I was I was sobbing. Uh, I believe my dad was at the hospital that day, but he was out of the room, and I was sobbing, and there was nothing they could do to calm me down. And so they knew that there was a connection, that, De- that Delight somehow could connect and calm me down, and so they asked her to come into the room, and Delight just sat next to me. She didn't say a word. She didn't hug me. She just sat there. And there was something about her just sitting there that just gave me such peace. And I began to calm down. I stopped crying. I felt better. I never did finish my exercises. But there was something about her that always gave me such a sense of peace and calm and, I, and I've never forgotten it. Never forgotten it. And I have no idea where Delight is today. Uh, a few years back, I did make an attempt to try to find her. And what I did is I just put some things out on Facebook and said, Hey, if anybody has ever known a person by the name of Delight, who was at the University of Minnesota at some point back in the mid-1980s, 1987 to be specific, And, uh, any idea where she is today, I I would just like to connect with her and tell her, thank you for just being there, you know, and and that I've always remembered that. And the lesson I got out of that was sometimes you just got to be present for people. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to try to fix their world. Just be there. Let them vent. Let them say what they have to say. Just be a friend, Right. We don't always do that in our, in our day-to-day lives. I mean, we get all caught up, especially in our business world, too. Man, we get caught up in the whirlwind, so to speak, the chaos of the day. And we forget sometimes that we just have to step back and be present for other people. We just have to take some time, listen to them, let them get it out of their system, let them know that we're there with them, we're, we've got their back, you know, we've got, we've got them protected just as much as they've got us protected, that we're in this together. Let them know that. Let them know you care. Let them know that that they're not alone. Let them know that it's okay to cry sometimes. Tough to admit as a man, you know, because obviously men aren't supposed to cry, but you know, we do. But just let them know that you're there to support them. You never have an idea of how much of an impact you have on somebody until maybe later on. And so always be your best self. I got a call last Sunday from a former employee of mine That he just calls out of the blue every once in a great while and he's had he's had a lot of troubles in his life and um, I always I always feel for him, you know I've always gone on my way to help make sure he's okay And the reason why is because I know that he had a rough upbringing. I know that he's had a rough life He's got some medical issues that that he struggles with And I understand that and I remember him telling me one time Which really struck me He said, you know, you're the only person who's ever really cared enough to give me a chance He wasn't a bad guy we just misunderstood. So take the time to get to know somebody, right? Help people out. Be genuine with them. Be present when you're talking to them. Listen to what they have to say. It might not be a lot that you're doing, but you you might not think it's a lot, but they might think it's the world. So what I want you to do is to think about people that have had major impacts on you, right? The little things that they've done, the big things they've done, whatever it might be what is it that they've done that they have done in your life to impact you in a profound and positive way and then think about what can you do to do the same for somebody else because in this great game of life we're all on the same team i don't care how you slice it we are all on the same team and it's up to each of us to support each other so think about what can you do to help somebody else out in a way that they might find more positives in their life. That's all I've got to say. So until next week, I want you guys to have a great week. I want you to look for an opportunity to make an impact on somebody in a positive way. And I want you to keep living your life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com.